Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Decal Download Podcast, your source for the latest news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. With Commissioner Amy Jacobs, I'm Reg Griffin. We appreciate you joining us this week and every week. You can always find us at decal.ga.gov or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and more. Well, for the second year in a row, DECAL and the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning are seeking applications for the 2022-2023 Georgia's Early Childhood Educators of the Year program. And Commissioner, this program recognizes the teachers of our very youngest learners, infants, toddlers, and preschool. It sure does. And, you know, we're so excited that we get to do this again. Uh, As you mentioned, last year was our our very first year to recognize infant, toddler and preschool teachers. And we know they are really uh, the heart of any classroom. Uh, They're working with these children on a daily basis, uh, making sure that they have a a good start um, and are prepared for kindergarten and uh, for even beyond. And so we're just thrilled that we're able to recognize um, our top infant, toddler and preschool teachers. Absolutely. You know, you often hear the expression, it's not daycare, it's childcare. Day, the day will take care of itself. The child uh, is actually in need of that nurturing and, and everything. These folks will be the first to tell you they're not babysitters. Uh, even though you may first and foremost think of it as someone just taking care of your child, they're teachers. And uh, that's uh, part of the reason this program exists is to recognize them, just like we recognize our Georgia pre-K Teachers of the Year. And joining us to talk about our Early Childhood Educators of the Year program is Laura Wagner, Interim Executive Director for the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning. Thea Stevens is DECAL's Infant Toddler Manager. And Rebecca Ellis is Director of Practice and Support Services. Ladies, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having us. Thanks. You You guys have all been here before and uh, great to have you back. Laura, uh, this is our second annual Georgia Early Childhood Educators of the Year. Talk about uh, the program and maybe how it was received last year. Sure, Reg. Thank you. So last year, we were really excited to get to celebrate six, our early childhood educators who are exceptional in the work that they do in their classrooms each and every day. And we were thrilled to be able to select three winners from three different categories. And we are also really proud that this goes in tandem with our highly regarded Georgia Pre-K Teacher of the Year program, which began in the 2016-2017 school year. So it was very well received last year and just so excited to get to do it again this year. And we hope that because folks know about it uh, this year, we're not coming out of the blue with a surprise first-time program. We'll have even more entries because really being nominated This sounds like an awards program, but just being nominated is an honor. Uh, But then to be one of the six finalists and then one of the three winners is fantastic. I want to give a shout out real quick to last year's honorees that um, included infant winner Diana Black from one of my favorite names, Pookie Bear Learning Center in Savannah. The toddler winner was Maria Claudia Ortega from My Little Geniuses in Marietta. And the preschool winner was Hannah Beth Reeves who got an electronic billboard in Chickamauga, of all places, the Academy for Little People in Chickamauga. Uh, We interviewed them here on the podcast last February. So just go back to season four, episode 20, and you'll find um, that podcast episode and you can hear them firsthand. But uh, we're very proud of our 
three winners last year. Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, it's worth going back to listen because they're all very uh, impressive individuals who've been in the field for a really long time and really care about what they do. And so it's worth going back to, to hear from them, especially as we start this new process. So Laura, tell us how teachers apply, uh, what the eligibility requirements are and how the selection process works. And please tell us what the winners will receive. All right, so there's an online application that interested um, providers can locate on our DECAL website. So that application again is due September 15th by five o'clock PM. Um, And so once those applications are received, our team will go through an eligibility pre-screening and we'll go through initial scoring of those applications based on a standard rubric. We will then go through a holistic review of those applications, and we will notify our finalists by mid to late October. Then the top finalists will be scheduled for a classroom observation by an infant, toddler, or pre-K specialist based on the category for which they've been nominated. We will then score video submissions that have been sent our way from these six finalists, and we will also invite all finalists to participate in an in-person interview with a panel of ECE experts. And through that rigorous process, we will select our three winners. Our top six finalists, which are two from each category, will receive $500 for their personal use. And then those top three winners, one from each category of infant toddler and preschool will receive an additional $3,000 for their personal use, $2,000 for a classroom makeover, and up to $2,500 for their school to cover travel expenses and stipends for substitute teachers as the teacher fulfills their duties of a Georgia's early childhood educator of the year around this state. And I should say that the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning is able to provide these financial resources to our Early Childhood Educators of the Year due to the support of the Nasarian Foundation. We are so grateful for that particular partnership. So to be eligible, the teacher must currently be employed as a lead teacher in the age group for which they've been nominated at a licensed two or three star quality rated child care provider that's in good standing all programs administered by decal they must have a minimum of three years of experience as a lead teacher they must plan to continue on as a lead teacher in the 2022-2023 school year they must hold an approved credential in the field of early childhood education or a related field which would be a cda tcc TCDAABS or ED degree. They must also be willing to participate in an interview and a classroom evaluation if they're selected as a finalist, must be willing to serve as an ambassador for the program, and they must finally be able and willing to travel as needed, including some overnight stays. So as you can see, it's a pretty rigorous process and a lot of really important eligibility criteria, but we just cannot wait to celebrate a new set of awardees. Well, like I always say about um, our pre-K teacher of the year, which this is modeled after, it's not a popularity contest. Uh, It really is about demonstrating excellence in the classroom. That's what 
makes me happy about it is, you know, it's, it's not someone that's the most popular. It's the one that we can really prove and they demonstrate through everything you talked about, Laura, that they're really um, bringing that quality early learning to the classroom and to their students. And so very excited to be able to offer them financial uh, rewards as well as recognition for what they do. All right. Very good. That sounds great. And uh, I may have missed it, but uh, I know we're up and running now. The deadline is when? The deadline is 5 o'clock p.m. on September 15th, which okay. is up. You're right. And then how soon uh, do we actually have our six finalists, do you think? I believe we're hoping to announce those six finalists by mid to late October at the latest. Great. Okay. So you can mark your calendars if you're listening. And uh, we definitely want to encourage everyone to participate. This is a great opportunity. Um, maybe you know of an infant, toddler, preschool teacher, uh, and you've always wanted to recognize them because they're your personal teacher, your personal caregiver. Um, we want to give you that opportunity to talk to the local program and make sure that they're nominated. Um, that's one way to do it. We want to bring uh, Thea and Rebecca in on this conversation, specifically the importance of our early childhood educators. We're recognizing infant teachers of zero to 18 months, toddler teachers of 15 to 36 months, and preschool teachers of 36 to 48 months. And Thea, let's start with you. How important is that recognition to them? Um, it is a very important recognition. Um, as you stated earlier, when you talked about how our infant, toddler, and preschool teachers are sometimes assumed to just be babysitters. And we know that they are so much more than that. And they are rarely recognized for their impact that they have on the children and their care, even though their role is instrumental in aiding to a child's learning and development. So these teachers set the foundation for our youngest learners, as these are the most crucial years to aid in the brain development of a child, because we know that that happens in those first five years of their life. Um, they reinforce the importance of learning through play, and they help young children with building relationships with their peers. Um, they are also our children's advocates as they guide and support parents through letting them know about their child's favorite interests, that child's favorite songs that they love to dance to every day, or something they go home and tell their um, parents about some picture that they draw or something that they saw at school. Um, and also identifying those areas that may be of some concern to them. So yes, it's very important that these teachers are recognized for the hard work and the dedication that they do as they support our youngest learners every day. Yeah, we always talk about the importance of the milestones, and they really can be a help in that area of helping us kind of recognize those things, I guess, that we're looking for. So that's that's good. Uh, Rebecca, uh, what would you add to that? The importance of our earliest teachers. What do you think? The only thing I would add is that I think right now the recognition is more important than ever. You know, we know that so many early childhood teachers worked throughout the pandemic. They wore masks. They went into child care. They helped parents be able to go back to work. I know for a while we had a toddler at home while I was working. That wasn't the best setup. We were thrilled <laughs> when we could send them back. So they've worked really hard um, over the pandemic. And I think, you know, we'll recognize the finalists and the winners. But I think all early childhood teachers right now really need some recognition and just a thank you from everyone for all that they do for families um, and for, you know, anyone who needs to go to work and has young children. I was going to say, I think we've all been on that Zoom call where someone's child kind of popped into the square and, <laughs> and said good morning. And people generally love it. 
uh, but it is hard to concentrate. So yeah, big, big role that they play. Yeah, absolutely. They're so important. Well, can you give us some idea of what children in those age groups are learning? Because we all know this is much more than childcare and keeping them healthy and safe. We know those are two very important components of early education, but what are they learning and what will it look like in one of those classrooms? Yes. So they're learning about a lot of different things. So as I mentioned before, young children learn through developmentally appropriate play, but that also helps to develop the foundation for their reading and their writing and their mathematics skills as they explore and experiment with materials. Um, Taking our young children outside, including our young infants, we can take them outside too. Um, Taking them outside every day provides them with the opportunity to build on their physical development. They're exploring their environment by crawling and running and jumping, using push toys, um, using chalk for those amazing chalk pictures that they love to draw. Um, This also gives their teachers the time to build in on their language development by pushing in vocabulary, tuning in to what the children are doing, joining in their play, initiation conversation, by asking those questions about what they're doing um, and narrating their actions. And we know how much infants, toddlers, and preschoolers love the dramatic play area. So while also building on their language development, they're building on their social emotional skills, learning how to share and take turns, identifying their emotions of themselves and others. Um, and of course, dressing up in all those different hats and clothes and different um, attire. I'm a fireman, I'm a policeman and all those great things, um, playing with blocks, manipulatives, sensory items that helps them to learn how to problem solve, compare and contrast, and sort and cat- categorize those objects. So. And we also can't forget about the arts. Like we know they love to draw and paint and color and listen and dance to their favorite tunes. So we can see in this, um, the children in these age groups are learning a lot every single day. And we know they're absorbing all this information like a sponge. Yeah. We were in a, um, a child care program last week with our quality rated program, uh, helping them celebrate the 10th anniversary of quality rated in Georgia. And Denise Jensen mentioned to me, she, we were in, an, I guess it was a toddler classroom. And she said, notice how the teachers are always at their level. That's the mark of a really good uh, infant toddler preschool program is that they are at their level. So they could be sitting at the table. They could be sitting on the floor, um, even on the playground. They're always kind of at their level. And I didn't realize how important that was until you kind of see it in action. I also discovered that I'm still drawn to that play area, Thea, even after all these years. And I'm nearly 60. <laughs> Something about the, the uh, little kitchen area and all of that. I told them, I confessed as a kid, I just I was drawn to that for some reason. Well, um, this program goes a long way in recognizing the importance of these teachers. But um, Rebecca and Thea, what are some ways that we as parents and advocates of children can show our support for them throughout the year? I think, I mean, obviously a a thank you goes a long way and just trying to appreciate and understand what their day-to-day is like, like a room full of 12 toddlers for anyone who has one toddler or two toddlers. We know that's a lot. Um, But I think we've said it already on the podcast. um, They're not babysitters. They're doing so much. We know just how critical those early years are for brain development. And so it's not just, you know, daycare. It really is like school for little, little kids. You know, they're learning so much. And those teachers just have such a profound impact on them the same way a kindergarten or first or second grade or K-12 teacher would. 
So I think just recognizing that um, and saying thank you is helpful. And, um, you know, if you think they're great, make sure the director nominates them for Early Childhood Educator of the Year. Or if they're a family child care provider, they can um, nominate themselves. So make sure they know about this opportunity as well. Good to know. So if you're a family child care learning home, you nominate yourself, obviously. Uh, so that's great. Yeah, good advice. Absolutely. Well, Rebecca, last month you gave a great presentation to our board of early care and learning about the developmental milestones and all the work and awareness that DECAL and others are, are bringing to this. While you're here, uh, can you explain what those are and how they can be helpful to parents and families? Sure. Yeah. Thanks for the plug, too. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, developmental milestones are skills that children can do by a certain age. It's actually what research says 75% of children can do by a certain age. So what they do is help us monitor children's development to see if they're on track with their peers. Um, and if they're not, it allows a parent or a pediatrician or early child care educator to look for resources like early intervention that might support their development. Um, so they're pretty simple. The milestones are things like waving bye-bye or smiling at four months or taking a first step, or I believe there's one around 18 months that can crawl on and off a couch independently, which our child has mastered and it's Ooh. terrifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you are interested in learning more about developmental milestones, DECAL has a developmental milestones website. There's also an app that you can use um, to track children's development. And if you are a teacher and you want to use the app, you can put more than one child on there. So you could use it for all the children in your classroom. Um, so again, they're just a tool that helps us um, make sure children are developing with their peers. Can you remind us, Rebecca, of the website that people can go to get more information? Yes, it's development.decal.ga.gov. All right. And you can find more information about the milestones. I think they're fascinating. And having been a, a parent of young children a long time ago, wish we had had this back in the early 90s, because uh, I, I think it would have been very, very helpful beyond just those conversations that you're having with your pediatrician and um, your early child care providers. Um, so, Laura, once again, remind us again, how do teachers apply to be Georgia's Early Childhood Educators of the Year? And again, remind us of the deadline. Yes. So the application is housed on our DECAL website, um, and you can go to decal.ga.gov backslash BFTS backslash G-A-E-C-E of the year dot A-S-P-X. If you have any trouble locating that webpage that has the application, you're welcome to email me directly at Laura, L-A-U-R-A dot Wagner, W-A-G-N-E-R at decal.ga.gov. I'd be happy to help you find it. Fantastic. And the deadline is uh, September 15th by 5 o'clock p.m. Okay, so it's coming up. Don't don't stall on this. And if you're listening and you're a parent, as uh, Rebecca said, let's really uh, next when you're dropping off your child and you're having the conversation, let's make sure they know about this and uh, give them the information that we passed along. Maybe even share the podcast with them if you can. And uh, we would love to see the number of nominees uh, double, if not more so. Uh, just to give uh, these teachers the recognition they deserve. So September 15th, mark it down. We want to get those nominations uh, in. Great information uh, today. Rebecca, Thea, Laura, thanks so much for being with us. Thank, Thank you. you. 
Now, what are your questions for Commissioner Jacobs? Let's go to the water cooler. Hello, I'm Lynn Smith, and I work in the Child Care Services Division here in Columbia and Richmond Counties. Commissioner Jacobs, I know the attendance in Georgia's pre-K program dropped slightly in 2020 and 2021 due to the pandemic. My question is, how is attendance looking this year? Well, hello, Melinda. Good to hear from you. Uh, you are exactly right. Uh, attendance and enrollment did drop for Georgia pre-K. Uh, we saw a pretty substantial drop during the pandemic, um, and but we saw last school year it, it creeped up to in the seventy thousands. You know, we usually serve around eighty thousand each year. We do anticipate that we will see you know even larger enrollment this year, but we just don't know yet. It's a little bit early school. Most of the schools are back in session, but of course, you know students are still getting um, comfortable in their classrooms and making sure they're all set. And so we actually will receive information from pre-K classrooms the end of September, and we'll be able to report that out. We get that question a lot, and I'm also anxious to see exactly how many students are attending Georgia pre-K. So we should know the beginning of October what it looks like, and I sure am hoping that it has increased from last year. And is it just me, or since pre-K started back up, is it a little, not maybe the weather's a little better, a little cooler? <laughs> Has a little it bit feels of a fall like it. feel. It, it feels like it, but I think it's just teasing us. You know, this is Georgia. Yeah. So yeah, it's just teasing us. Yeah, it'll come back. Mm-hmm. It'll be warm it'll again. Time for the decal download quiz. Your chance at winning a nice prize from our friends at Chick-fil-A, Georgia Aquarium, Georgia Lottery, the School Box, Waffle House, Fun Spot America, and the World of Coca-Cola Museum. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Here's the question. Name one of the 2021-2022 Georgia Early Childhood Educators of the Year. Name one of the 2021-2022 Georgia Early Childhood Educators of the Year. We'll put all the correct answers in a big box, pull out one name. You'll be our winner. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for listening to the Decal Download Podcast. The Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning improves outcomes for children and families by strengthening early learning experiences in partnership with early education programs, professionals, stakeholders, families, and communities. Their vision is that every child in Georgia will have equal access to high-quality early care and education. For more information, visit their website at decal.ga.gov. Join the conversation at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.